Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T5 for the morning of Wednesday, May 26th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. We start by sending our condolences to the friends and family of former Seton Hall AD Larry Keating, who passed away yesterday at the age of 76. Keating's career also included stops at Kansas, the MAC, Adelphi in Division II, Hofstra, and his alma mater, Stonehill College, at the D2 level as well. Texas Tech President Lawrence Chauvinac tells the Lubbock Avalanche Journal that Big 12 Tier 1 TV partners ESPN and Fox are, quote, not interested in acting preemptively with regard to our contract. They recognize the importance of our partnership, but there's just too much uncertainty, and they do have four years to go. So we'll wait until we get to the right place and time. Chauvinac, alongside West Virginia's E. Gordon Gee and Texas's Jay Hartzell, formed a committee to explore the issue alongside Bevilacqua Hellfont Ventures. More from Chauvinac, quote, I think acting preemptively might give you a longer-term contract at some financial cost, and so nobody right now is in position to do that. It was still a very worthwhile exercise. We've learned a lot. I think it's been very instructive to the presidents to have a better understanding of all the issues that you face in the sports media marketplace, as well as the college sports landscape. Staying on the theme, the Big 12 distributed $34.5 million to member institutions this fiscal year, down from $37.7 million last year. Commissioner Bob Bowlesby said, quote, given what it could have been looking at it last August, if somebody had said you can distribute almost $35 million, we would have said, where do we sign? Bowlesby also projects to distribute more than $40 million per school next year. In NIL news, the rivals outlet Power Mizzou writes on progress for the bill in Missouri, including this soundbite from Tigers head football coach Eli Drinkwitz. Quote, the NCAA had their turn, and now it's an opportunity for us to kind of set the curve. I love the SEC because we're always on the forefront of everything we do, and so the rest of the SEC is kind of out there. So it's time for Mizzou to get out there too and use it to our advantage. Further from the article, quote, Unlike most other state laws, Missouri's does not include a provision that any payments to student-athletes must be commensurate with their market value, nor does it prohibit prospective student-athletes from entering into NIL deals. It would also allow athletes to hire properly licensed agents. Athletes are also prohibited from entering into contracts that conflict with pre-existing athletic department deals, but only during team activities. And USA Today's Steve Berkowitz reports on the fourth student-athlete NIL bill that's been introduced this congressional session, the latest from U.S. Representative Steve Chabot from Ohio. Part of Chabot's proposed solution includes creating a corporation under the FTC to set rules and guidelines, as well as monitor compliance in the marketplace. SPJ's Liz Mullet has an interesting update from last week's Sports Lawyers Association annual meeting. National Sports Law Institute Executive Director Matt Mitten on debates around the Alston case said, quote, Predictions among sports law academics range from being 9-0 in favor of the student-athletes to a 6-3 or 7-2 in favor of the NCAA. Mullen writes, quote, Attorneys on a panel regarding the Supreme Court case said they could not predict when the high court might rule, but all said they expected a decision at the end of the session in late June because of the complexity of issues in the case. Quote, it's really more of a holistic approach to game day than what's out there. Having all of those conversations really as one helped streamline things. That and having Ole Miss AD Keith Carter so interested in being a first mover on this really helped. That's Revel XP boss Ray DeWeese to SBJ's Michael Smith on the deal announced yesterday between the hospitality firm and Ole Miss, which adds another teal company to the mix in Oxford alongside diehard fan supply. 
Carter said, quote, there's going to be all of this pent up demand, but you're still going to have folks who are a little nervous. So we want to make sure we're providing something for everyone on game day. U.S. Magistrate Andrew Austin has denied Baylor's motion to try 15 Title IX cases against the school separately and instead has recommended the cases be broken into groupings for three trials. No trial dates have been set and U.S. Judge Robert Pittman will have the final ruling on how and when the cases will be tried. Austin's order on the trial grouping, subject to Pittman's approval, states the case with Jane Doe's 1 through 10 should be tried first, followed by a trial involving only Jane Doe 11. A trial with Jane Doe's 12 through 15 would be third. And in other news, the Big 12 has signed a multi-year partnership with Shot Tracker to quote, install and operate its technology for all men's and women's basketball programs. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Wednesday, May 26th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.